This is a real account of entrepreneurship, the good, the bad, and unsure. Social media would have you think you have a great thought, then boom, you blow up. It is the farthest thing from the normal backstory. Here we will air the real entrepreneur struggle from customer service, vendors, and the day-to-day -day business. Welcome to Business After Dark with Sharice Chambers. Hey, you guys say Wednesday, Wednesday, say Wednesday, Wednesday. And if it's Wednesday, that means we have another entrepreneur on the line. And first of all, let's preface this. I don't play about this one here. I'm 10 toes down on that. I'm not even playing with you. Um, Angelina is a friend in real life. As most of the people I've recorded, that's, I just, as I'm self-reflecting because it's the end of the year, I just have come to realize that I am just surrounded by power, favor, talent, dedication, consistency. And because I am my net work with my net worth, right? It's just, it just, now I understand why I'm positioned the way that I am. And it, it only is right to what we say, as we climb, we lift, right? And I'm not really lifting Angelina because baby, she got her own table with her own forks, knives, spoons, dessert, um, cutlery with the water glass and the wine glass and the um what you the the after shot with the cheeses after at the end of dessert okay period period so <laughs> it is it is my utmost honor to introduce to some and reintroduce to others angelina dawn angelina what's up girl oh my gosh so that introduction like i need that <laughs> i mean look it's it's forever in the ethers um after the recording goes live so baby if you want to take it you can use it take what you need i'm like my dad grande says um eat the meat spit the bones out take what you need listen that's my favorite one eat take what you need take what you need yes. and i think oh a my. lot of people would live their lives better if they live by that model because they feel like they need to make contributions to the world and um it's not needed nor was it asked for <laughs> but that's a whole nother conversation oh my gosh that's a good one though because you never think about it from that point yeah it's just what i want but like sometimes you don't need to give that either you need to that is most definitely something i've learned as i've gotten older i before i even give advice i said angelina can attest to this if she you know needs to vent or something i said so am i listening or you want a contribution do you want feedback like what what capacity do you need me in yes you were asking yeah i'm gonna ask because the other part is it takes a ca capacity even from yourself and i think some people don't even think of it that way where you know you don't always need to be in let's solve everything mode either for right. the people That's in your lives yes exhausting to always like okay well let's get to it like no i just need i just need to breathe through it right now and you will find yourself actually being drained because then all of a sudden you're wondering why they're not taking the advice you're giving them well they that's not what they asked you for that's what the, that's not what they needed and you yeah. kind of posture yourself as like this savior i guess to some extent and that's that's exhausting mm -hmm. exhausting so hey angelina <laughs> all right so you we're about to go in we're right go. look this was a podcast about um business and stuff but that we'll get to that because real life be happening um 
Angelina is a creative advocate, but that that only encompasses a piece of what she does. I think it does personify all the things that you do, to be honest. The newly yeah. executive director of The Listening. Congratulations again. So right? much. I, it still gives me chills. Right. Um, me. You have sat on boards and you sit on boards. Um, yeah. You no longer on the board with the... Um, Madison House. Madison House. You already knew what I was trying to say. Yep, the Madison House. Um, you, you know, advocate work um, by partnering up with um, creatives at Blackwater Branding. Yeah. Um, used to be um, a creative manager, an artist manager. I mean, mm-hmm. all the things, girl. Give the people and- your laundry list. <laughs> Give them your resume of quality and of quantity. Listen, I end up, you know how I, I think one of the things I noticed was I end up in rooms as different like as different roles mm-hmm. but then i circle back to the same rooms i feel like that like somebody needs to recognize that you know what i mean yeah. like when we're in spaces and we may have been like person a mm-hmm. in that one room and you come back a few years later and you are the person in that room you know and just like you said like it's about lifting others like i i had a few years where i had no idea what i was doing mm-hmm. Like we all have, have have, the the truth of the matter is, have I, have I still now figured it out? Listen, like, or, or am I literally navigating very well through searching for it? Or why do we feel like we have to contain our, our, our abilities? Let's talk about that because that's what I feel. And, (laughs) and now that I'm thinking it and giving it some thought and I was just telling someone, having a conversation with somebody to be on the podcast and they were trying to like re reemerge. Yeah. I was like, you know, granted they're like, well, your podcast is about business. And I said, no, my podcast is about the pivot, you know, yeah. of life. Right. And I think, and that's why I always say, I don't entrepreneur shame anybody. I've interviewed people who don't necessarily have businesses, but our Stephanie's a good example. She's, um, the CEO of the YWCA. She doesn't own a business, yeah. right? She is, but she is a game changer and that's what we need, right? And a game changer can look like a multitude of things. And also let's be clear to the the moment you can conceptualize your pivot where you aren't so much, you need to be anchored in your character. You need Ooh. to be anchored in your convictions, but yeah. your, but your title means absolutely nothing. No. It doesn't because anyone can get a title. And I think a lot of us actually Um, look. That's it. (laughs) Like I think a lot of us actually though, that's what people that's what they're grappling for though. But if they could go a little bit deep that's the surface. I've been talking a lot about um the aesthetics. Like entrepreneurs, they like the Mm -hmm. aesthetics of what it looks like to be an entrepreneur. Like it's easy to get an LLC. It's easy to get an EI. That's the easy part. helping people do that and i'm like y'all i I told people do not be paying a lot of money to people to help you set up an lc i can tell you in five minutes how to do it and you just go pay your i got a whole youtube video step by step that i did for create virginia two years ago baby free 99 go to financial fancy i got it on the playlist on the you you the on the ubi tubes not the ubi tubes Mm. Baby, don't be playing paying people for that stuff, right? But the other piece for me is more more concerning, especially as a a financial person is have you even proved your concept? 
So why are you so worried about an LLC? Like, you know, the technicalities of it all when you don't even know if you can make money from the thing that you desire to do. Yeah. Let's do that first. I think that people do get caught in the titles, but I think people don't realize that you're going to evolve. Yeah. Actually, I don't, but I don't think people actually consider, they know that they're going to grow, but they really don't like sit back and be like, oh, I'm going to grow. Yeah. Because it's painful sometimes. Girl, let's talk about it. It's like pruning. Mm, I'm going through a pruning season right now. Ooh, like literally I, I i can't even like really put and i'm a poet and i can't even put into words sometimes what the evolving season looks like i can tell you maybe how it feels but i don't know that's literally the that's literally the season is i don't know like i'm gonna get there right, right? um being connected to myself is what's most important but what i always realize is if i'm evolving and i'm changing habits i'm changing people around me i if i move jobs if i try a new hobby if i don't anchor myself i wasted all that time doing that mm-hmm. so sometimes like people are like well i need a title or um you know i need to be in this room and that room like who are like you don't really need to know who you are but just like you said you need to have character yeah i need to know that you can move this way or that way regardless of what room you're in like that's the most important part like maybe that's what it is maybe we stop asking people who are you mm-hmm. like I, oh my gosh i had this conversation because when i had a radio show i could not stand it i was so tired of asking artists who are you mm-hmm. what do you like what inspires you? Oh, my goodness. Okay. I want to know how you were reacting to the situation. That's what I want to know. I want to know, like, what what moves you in the world? Why are you upset? What, what, what are you upset about in the world right now? You know what I mean? Right. What do you advocate for? Right. Like, those are the type of things that I want to know. Not who are you? Because I feel like those things will tell you a lot more about a person than a title. Right. So right now I'm doing a detox on social media. It might not look like that to you guys, but scheduling and having an assistant is all, all of the answers in my world. So mm-hmm. um, I've, been, I've been off of social media since November 1st. Um, this is the 19th we're recording it. And when I tell you, for, so my pruning started first um, with moving to Richmond. Um, and then the pruning started self-awareness wise when I was like, I am on social media entirely too much for pleasure and I'm not getting the things I have set before me to get done and a self-inflicted, um, delayed gratitude of growth, not being on social media has created an expeditious resolve in my space and energy when i tell you if i want it i can get it and i believe that 10 toes down and if you would have asked me that six months ago i wouldn't have believed it i'm like manifesting is also doing the work so let's be clear not i'm not saying like all of a sudden you start doing good things i'm saying i've been doing the work for years my wall says that the people around me say that 
how I show up, my character, right? And although I've yeah. had multiple titles, um, I'm anchored in my convictions. And someone told me that this week. I was just like, I never heard nobody say they admired the convictions of who I am. Wow. But that's true, though. Yeah. But, but it's because, oh, like, why did I just get convicted? And not, not that, but why did I do that anyways? Mm-hmm. Like, your, your habits and who you are. Day in, day out. You guys, um, I mentioned this book over and over again, but Chop Wood and Carry Water, Falling in Love with the Process. If you don't read not another book in your life, read that <laughs> book because although it's an easy read, right? But the other thing is, like, I think we've lost sight of the day-to-day. We feel like it's a nuance. And I, and I did a podcast years ago, actually, when I first started Business After Dog call, called... Um, like um not falling in love with boredom but basically like finding peace within boredom i promise you in this space also again i've made more money since i've been offline intentionally than running ads and campaigns and all kinds of stuff or the regular things i have been doing because my Mm -hmm. mind also i although i don't see myself as a creative I do create. Oh, 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 you are. Well, uh, oh. <laughs> but I create content for my social media. And because yeah. I'm not intaking what other people are doing, one, I have a fresh eye. Mm-hmm. Two, I have a. I, I say self care is critical thinking. And because mm-hmm. I'm not letting other people infiltrate my thought process, it is pure. Mm-hmm. And when an idea or a thought in my podcast, and way that it's been hidden a lot lately as we're going into season six, it's different. And I know 2023 is going to be immaculate chef's kiss. Because yeah. of because I because I decided to stop. I told someone one um the other day, I said, if you knew you'd be a millionaire, if you had to stop watching TV for two years, would you? But the thing is we don't know how many years it's gonna take us to get to that that thing that thing we're saying we're destined to, right? But but mm-hmm. then in the midst of it, we are not willing to sacrifice the thing we need to do also to get to the thing as well. So there's there's multiple things happening at the same time. And that is why you're not getting to where you want to be. And it's even beyond making money. I mean, even just having peace and clarity and the growth and all of that. Like if you knew you needed to like just stop talking to that toxic friend or just be in a different circle or feel uncomfortable because you are an introvert and you need to do lives, how much better or where you could reposition yourself if you could just overcome that fear. Yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness, girl. First, first. <laughs> What's the first? The first thing is, I know you, I want to give you your flowers, even though I know you're the type of woman and I'm the type of woman that we will receive them and go pick our own. But <laughs> we are like, we still receive them, but we still don't pick our own. But we still receive them. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I that's one thing I always appreciated about you, and I still appreciate about you. And this might be hostess to this podcast because no. I'm not on record. Is that I, you've, in my eyes, you've always been successful. You've always been the word. Like, you've always been what people say the bee's knees. Oh my but goodness. you would never make anyone feel less than just being in your presence. And the thing is, like, even now, like, you're like, of course I couldn't. Because that's that's a part of who you are. Like, you would never. Because you're just so pure. But 
I've encountered so many people that have made me feel that way because I'm there, you know, they would assume I need to be, but you're the type of friend and peer and not even, I mean, everything. Okay. People like me need in their life because I'm very, um, I have to take in a lot of energy Mm -hmm. sometimes. Yeah. Just the type of work that I do all around. But then it's always that, like, you need that, that anchor and a friend. Like, seriously, that's a needed thing. So I appreciate that. Thank you, um, Angelina. Um, but, oh, my goodness, I had this epiphany the other day. All right, give it to us. And I wanted to know someone else's perspective on code switching. I don't. Now, there's, and I'm bringing this up. Okay, there's, go ahead. It, it, it pertains because I had a dinner with... Um, I help a music label, a local music label. When I had a dinner with them and we were talking about a mutual business partner and that business partner and I don't always get along. Okay. But like it's love. Mm-hmm. It, it's straight love, but you know, the energy is off sometimes. And I was like, it's probably because I code switch. Like I was just like, that, that's probably, they probably don't understand why. And to some people it comes off like it's not genuine. Like mm-hmm. you're not a genuine person. You're fake. You find like, Oh, you better watch out for her. Cause she different. You know what I mean? Right. And, but I have learned to code switch, not because I need something out of it, mm-hmm. but because I want to understand people more. And sometimes people aren't going to open up and sometimes people aren't going to say how they really feel. And I just really how they really feel, but their true intention sometimes, mm-hmm. if you don't give the, them the perspective that you relate in some manner. And that's basically what code switching is. And I was like, man, is this toxic or is this a tactic? (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's back up. What is your definition of code switching again? Give it to me. Okay, my definition of code switching is not rude and being malicious. Okay. It's literally like, so I go to one room, I might talk and be this way. But I go to another room, I'm different. You know what I mean? Like one room... And I guess it, because I, I navigate in so many different places. Right, exactly. I'm, I'm, a, I, I'm myself, but I'm probably not going to joke around as much. We're going to get down to it, right? Right. I'm in here, talk about your account, we'll get down to it. Um, if I'm talking with a music artist, I'm going to talk more about, like, my likes and what I mm-hmm. like out of music. And like, who are you? And get to, like, who they are. And so, right. like, I'll be more laid back and I probably won't use complete sentences and I'll use a lot of slang not because like right but then if I go into another room I might be super quiet and more observant right you know so to me that's because I know it is like I know it is you know like this is the most pure this is this is me because I'm with you right but my reason I brought that up was well I have a few reasons and because I'm trying to figure out like do I need to talk to my therapist about this but (laughs) um but I've also noticed that I am myself in places I am safe. I was going to say, okay. All right. So I got thoughts. So let's start here. Point one, code switching now that I have a better concept of, because for me, it's a nuance, to be honest. It's about, res- <laughs> it's about respectability <laughs> politics at this point for me. So, and you said it so right when, so you guys know on the podcast, I've said I compartmentalize people and everyone is not in all the boxes. Angelina is in all the boxes for me. She is someone I have broken bread with. 
yes. cried with, celebrated with, been yeah. around her kids, been at her house, then took a let this girl let me take a nap. I came into town and I needed to take a nap <laughs> before I went to where she got off of work, let me in her house. I slept on her bed and she had to leave because she had another engagement, a prior um, commitment. Okay. So, you know, and there's very few people in my life who are in all of my boxes. Um, the other piece of that is reading the room. And the reason why people probably feel comfortable around me, very much like you said, is because you read the room, it doesn't mean that you are not um, showing up as your whole self, but only giving people access to what they have gain privilege to for their own engagement with me because as we get older too i don't match energy but what i can do is you can't have access to all of who i am without demonstrating consistency in my life so the the three c's consistency competency and care and if you don't show those three things to me you're not gonna unlock nothing about me i can still be social it doesn't mean that you know but please have an understanding, like, if you don't come with the three C's, then you just won't get a full fa- fountain of what Sharice is. And and it's not good or bad, but I can tell you one thing. Someone who has all access to me, they get in the golden ticket experience of Sharice. Like, I get the golden experience of Angelina. But yes. with that, too, that does come with, especially in friendships, right? And even partnerships, business, platonic or romantic, right? Um, it also comes with the dark side of that person. And although we speak of the, the fun stuff, there are things that are literally happening. Life be life in. Life and very hard. Okay. I'm like, <laughs> last week, why are you back? Right. <laughs> so, yeah. So, code switching for me is reading the room. And so, it is a, a, a tactic and um, a skill that needs to be exemplified in in any, in any space. I think for most people, when they say code switching, they're really talking about people of color being in white spaces when really for me, I take up space wherever I am. So I don't, so code switching as far as my vernacular or how I present again, read the room. If I'm in church, I ain't going to be hooping and hollering and carrying on. Well, I mean, if I'm shouting, yes, But, you know what I'm saying, no difference than you if you're in a courtroom. So it's not that you're a different person. You read in the room. And it's actually in your best interest. Enough people don't do it. It's actually in your best interest to be code switching. I'm not saying be disingenuous. But you can tell when someone's energy is off or they're trying or they're doing something. Um, Now, I've been in spaces where someone calls themselves trying to make me feel comfortable and talk to me in an urban vernacular when they aren't, that's not who they are. And that's right. And that's weird. Nothing <laughs> to do with the tragic. That's almost like trying to manipulate to massage you in a sense. Right. That's not what the point of that was. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. like, don't do that to me. Like, <laughs> right. So, um, so comfortable. Right. So code switching doesn't exist in Sharice's world. It is respectability politics, but I do read the room and I read it well. Mm-hmm. You do. You do read well. I'm so glad I got your thoughts on that. Because I was, you know, just um, now that I I did switch, like, my full-time job and, you know, I just have great belief in what next year will look like. Just like you said, a chef's kiss. Um, But my circle has changed. You know what I mean? Like, not my friendship, but, like, places I I go to more. Mm -hmm. They're completely different. And when I felt like I just learned about what the recovery community looks like, um, 
and what resources they do or don't have. Mm-hmm. Now I'm back into the arts where I, I want it to be, mm-hmm. you know. But it, but it's nice, though, because, you know, art and being creative helps the recovery community, mm-hmm. mental health, um, so many things. And so um, when you say that you're not a creative, no, you, you definitely are. You have to be like, I see you as a creative because like you have to know, for one, let's really talk about it. Like it's really is a business. You have to know how to read the room. You have to know what you can or cannot say in that performance or that piece right there. Um, And then you have to know how to present yourself, just like you were talking about scheduling posts. Like that's that's a real thing, you know, Um, being organized enough to know what's going on in the world. Mm. And aligning it, and not even aligning it, but, like, your world shaping around that while still running a business, mm-hmm. still doing the outreach, you know, that that's being creative. So, mm-hmm. like, you, you definitely are one. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Also, you guys, I forgot to add, Angelina's an author as well. Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. So, tell yes. us about the book of poetry also are you you're working on a second book aren't you i am i am working on a second book um and this one so um i'm believing like this one's gonna be so raw yeah you gave us samples of it over dinner last year i know it's gonna be yes and i have the title now too so i can't wait to share that with you because you know your ears get that uh but the yellow yellow is my first Mm -hmm. work and yellow is my favorite color my absolute favorite color it makes me happy even though it's like one of my it's my favorite color i never wear it mm, really weird. you don't well you're yeah. also yellow too it's not yeah, yeah. <laughs> it does not compliment me well yes. um but i wrote most of that poetry and it's time of my life that was so horrible like we're just gonna be real frank about it mm. i was going through it going through a divorce, postpartum depression, things with my family. And um, I call it like the compilation of waiting to exhale and um, like love and basketball mixed, mm-hmm. like literally in written form. Yeah. Um, and so one thing that I, I loved about being able to publish that was one, I, I, I did it myself. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Angela Cox for doing my cover that sat in my email for a year before I did anything with it. Um, cause it first was a podcast and it became a poem and then it became a book, but I published it myself and so many people could relate to it. Like so many people could, and I have been published before, but nothing by myself. Mm. So that's different. Like you wrote it, you designed it. Um, you published it yourself. You studied on how to do the publishing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so many people related to it. But one thing that and was pushing me to write a book is I want people to, to know something different now. Yeah. Like the they want to know what the evolution is of, of, of Angelina, right? Yeah. Yes. And not just about me, but. I'm hoping that maybe those same people who read the first one are in better places now too in their life. And right? I am, and I am, and I am. And man, like I used to create and work from such a place of disparity mm-hmm. and wonder why I just never worked out. Yeah. Just wonder why, but my next one's going to be the bomb. Um, but wait. 
at my I was looking at my day because I'm about to drop some off um, with someone before I come back home. And I I really like the fact that I can look at it and say like, hey, I'm gonna do this differently next time. Like the words are a little bigger on this page, so next mm-hmm. time I'm gonna do like literally looking at what you've done and not beating yourself out up about what you would change. Right. Seeing it as encouragement, like yeah. man. I'm going to just do a little different this time, right. you know. It was never mistakes. It's just, you know, you, you have to study. You can't learn if you don't start somewhere, too. Like, what are we talking about? Like, you got to put, you got to start somewhere. And, and the start is just getting something. And not like, not saying like it can't not be perfect. Like, don't just put trash out. But like, start somewhere. Yeah. If pieces don't like, if you need some help, I got you. But that's another thing, though, sis. Like, when you put in the work and years of work, you're not just out there working. There's days you're sitting in here in your room studying. You're listening to podcasts. You're watching maybe some videos. YouTube is one of my best friends. Mm-hmm. And, like, you literally are studying it. So, like, when you have people looking at you, like, how'd you get in that room and did this? I'm hardly in this room. My own space is outside of here. And I worked in that space. Right. You know, um, and I think it kind of goes back to what you were saying about taking that hiatus. Mm-hmm. Like that is that is very, very important, especially um, for creatives. LaShonda just put out an email about two days ago. She went on a hiatus for I think she said a thousand hours. I don't know what that equivalates to in days at, at the top of my head. But, you know, uh-huh. it's, it's like and sh- that's all she is. She is she's not a content creator per se, but she is an educator in content yeah. creation, though. And that's a lot. I mean, if you are on social media, if you're a business owner, if you, you know, are com- trying to come up with ideas, I said there's a, a uh, there's a guy I follow. I can't think of his name off the top of my head right now. But, you know, when you do reels and you're copying something you saw, that's another reason why I'm kind of like not liking TikTok as much as I did at first, because you keep <laughs> seeing the same thing with the redundancy. And I'm like, OK, and now that I'm taking this hiatus, I was like, why was I so addicted to this space when you guys do the same hip dance every two seconds it was just <laughs> i was just fat, fascinated by it for a moment um but i'm finding myself and i've always done this curated what i consume so in the midst of my hiatus i'm also cleaning up my following and follower list and i do that on a monthly basis but now that i have extra time i am you know a lot of people talk about not following accounts that don't motivate you but we don't talk enough about you unfollowing um hitting the remove follower button in your spaces as well do both do both oh i meant to say this too in your question about um code switching i said my life message now is also a both and i don't live my life in a black or white sometimes it's not even a gray area it's actually a both and yeah like like oh my gosh i'm so glad you said that because i was just talking to nick about this um because we were talking about like um why was I code switching? Because I was sitting, really sitting here like, I'm about to call my ther- therapist. With <laughs> I was sitting here, but we were literally talking an hour ago about this in the kitchen. And I was like, I think part of the reason why I do that is because I was never allowed to be myself in a space anyways. Mm. And that's the darker place of it, right? Because I always felt like you had to be in a box. If you did this, you can't do that. Right. Like, oh my gosh, that is miserable. Like, a lot of people I, who come from a religious background act like that too. Yeah. And they do. And which which I can see why. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just not my why. Right. I'm not going to. Right. Because I oh, it's just so freeing. Like I was I worked at a bank 
But then literally I was like a creative on the side. Mm-hmm. Like, like I was showing up to the bank to get my check. And then I was living my best life, like doing things like out the norm, like in plays mm-hmm. and things that don't really allow me some, like a manager of a bank, right. you know? And, and she's still doing plays, y'all. Like she tried to throw that in there real, real slight. Like, hey, little- hey let's, wrinkle, <laughs> let's wrinkle bay on there. She do plays too. <laughs> Um, which I love, but yes. that's the thing. Like, I um, started taking my oldest son to some practices with me or like events that he can go to because I want him to see you can do all the things. Like, I want to know who told us we couldn't because yeah. it's not about not doing all the things, it's about doing them well mm. and knowing how to manage the time. Like, another thing is, like, I think people are like, well, you need to know how to do this one thing very well. I'm going to learn how you know it works for me but i have to just be consistent and accountable to myself there's and a lot of gatekeeping I, there's a lot of gatekeeping yes. <laughs> and other i mean there's so many are this this question is not a monolith right there is no one answer so one where people of color let's start there okay mm-hmm. and other people can say whatever they want to the reality situation is is that and i was sharing this not too long ago i i have you know a good credit score, all the things, right? And have been denied by my with my business for, you know, credit because I needed some inventory or something for my business, I remember. So, you know, the marginalized issue of it all is like really, again, you know, you, and that's how I found out some other things that I'm going to be sharing in my coaching classes. I don't want to give it all out now, but I was just like, one, you're a person of color. Two, you're a woman. Third, you know, just you know the finish line has always been moved ahead you know we were talking about i took a class this week when i was in norfolk um for some business development and um they're talking about hiring because i have a lot of clients where they're talking about they want to hire people they're having difficulties hiring people and the question is like what are you asking people when you're looking to hire them and even as entrepreneurs right someone was like well i want someone to be my social media manager well, let's think about what that actually means because a social media manager also does not mean that they, they always, people who do are social media managers are not always people who make content. So do you still need to make your own content? Do you need to create, do you also need to hire a content creator? Mm-hmm. Or if you're talking about a social media manager, are you just asking them to respond and engage your audience? What does that look like, right? Because sometimes as entrepreneurs, we'll say we need something. But for me as a coach, a business coach, especially someone who helps people financially f- fill out, figure out how to scale and hiring is one of those key components that people always talk about is what is your ask? And also... Yeah are you really asking the right questions? Cause you might just need someone who's a part-time. You might, first of all, you might not need an employee. You might need a contractor. So let's, let's really, you know, let's um, pinpoint and I'm creating a, a notebook. Uh, girl, I got so many things coming out for black Friday and the holiday season that I know is going to set a lot of entrepreneurs up who you might not be able to afford a coach. Although my prices are very reasonable. Let's be clear, but maybe you just want to do it on your own. Like let's really sit down and figure out who your target market is. Cause I, I'm, I want people to move from a space where, they're trying to find their client and it switch it to, I know who my client is and they're ready to buy. There's a difference. And I, that's something I've learned where it's not so much like, let's just run a massive ads and spend money, spend money and hope that we get someone to um, pick up, you know, buy the item. But even being more strategic and saying, I actually know who my client is and I know where to find them. And I want to I increase my conversion rate by 40%, that is one of my goals from what it is now that nice. people be clicking where I'm actually on a wait. I, next year, I want to be on a wait list. 
with yeah. people who want to work with me. Um, I'm almost there right now. But again, this hiatus, man, I promise you, it has got my mental in a space that I've, I have been in, but don't reside in. I want to, I want to live in this space where I feel right yeah. now in my mental capacity. I know a lot of times, and I've done it before where I didn't watch TV for 30 days. And now, and from, from that habit, I watch TV every now and then, but I don't be on, like, if I ain't never watch Power, d don't judge me. Um, um I don't. Power, my favorite. I know, look. But look, ask me something about YouTube. I've watched it. I love it. Like, um, like that's my that's like I hardly watch TV. Mm -hmm. But if anything, power season Sundays we in front of TV. It's open now. So look, as, when I got back from Norfolk yesterday, I watched documentaries on um Netflix for like the last six hours. Like I do have Ooh, purges of the things. Yes, so I watched the Netflix. Um, one, the lady who murdered her husband. She was a wrestler in um, California. Girl, I've been watching all. I watched the um, Sintonia Brown um, <laughs> documentary, all of it. Yeah, so I have my moments where I just like purge on all the things. But for the most part, I don't watch a lot of TV. I don't consume a lot of things because, again, it takes away from the creativity of what I'm trying to put out in the world. And yeah. I want to be an innovator, not a copycat. That's right. And, you know, because um, you were talking about, like, the, the TikTok um, and how people, like, the same thing. I think it's literally a way for a lot of people just to feel close to someone else. Mm -hmm. And I ain't even deep. I, mm -hmm. I'm not. But, you know, it's mm -hmm. like, oh, like, when you're, when you're young, um, like, my son, he's six, and him and his best friend, Andrew, they'll sit there. And Andrew, like, hey, Jonah, look at me. Look what I can do. And Jonah's like, look what I can do, you know. But then if one doesn't watch the other one, it's like, oh, man, I'm not even, ugh, they get upset. Right. And it's the same thing, just an, almost an adult version. Right. Yeah, but, yeah, I get it. I get it. I get it. All right, y'all. We got to pay some bills. We done talked. We, we done talked. <laughs> we going to pay some bills. Get, we going to be right back. Give us, like, 2.5 seconds, okay? Yes. A Easily Virtual Solutions is a virtual assistant service for online educators such as podcasters, bloggers, YouTubers, and coaches. A virtual assistant is someone who provides support services to a business from a remote location. I'm here to help you market your podcast, manage your blog posts, and manage your Pinterest account. If you need help with transcribing your YouTube videos into blog posts, formatting and updating your blog posts, creating and scheduling Pinterest pins, creating graphics, voiceovers, and so much more, you're in the right place. I can help with all of the above so that you can build and grow your audience, build relationships with your clients, and not stress about the back-end tasks. If this sounds like exactly what you need, go to aeasilyvirtualsolutions.com and get in contact with me. Let's level up together. All right, we back, we back. Heart Angelina, let's switch gears just a tad bit. We kind of like these people, y'all, y'all lucky, okay? <laughs> yeah. this, is, this is how we talk. I mean, we 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 keeping it cute, but this is really how we talk. This is literally I mean, what we yes. do. Yes, like, margarita yes. and hear everything like this. Oh my gosh, why you gotta tell people we drink the margaritas? Okay, we do. We do drink the margaritas, okay? Don't you? You catch us at a um, mellow mushrooms and all the other things. Listen. Uh, all right, um, Angelina, tell the people how long, I mean, how, first of all, I want to ask you the questions, but you, you've proposed so many different things. You, you are so many different things to so many different people. I don't even want to call it balance. How do you prioritize your life? What does that look Ooh. like? 
So one, tactics, I love whiteboards. Okay. Let's just go ahead. We're going to go mm-hmm. put that out there. I literally am stocking up on whiteboards for each thing that I have. So um, director of a nonprofit, helping a label, my own creative stuff, scheduling, and then my personal household. Okay. Yeah. So that's one thing. It's literally a, um, literally like writing it down and making it plain, like mm-hmm. in the most mm-hmm. literal sense. Um, and another thing is they all feed into one another. Mm, I used to do all the things and one would never compliment or feed the other one, Mm. but they all feed each other. Like in the listening space, I meet amazing creatives, right. Right. Um, and, and people who want to change the world or change or do something or even just change themselves Mm -hmm. in a sense by using the arts. And sometimes I, I will meet an artist out there that wants help. Hey, this, the art helped me. And no, we're not here to always entertain, but I want to get it out there and impact people. So then that's someone that I met and I teach them a little bit about branding and things that they can do to get their stuff out there and other spaces they need to be in. Um, And then I send them to the label. Right. And then if people, you know, they hire me to do poetry or there's like auditions and I can go out to them. I grab one of those artists. I'm like, hey, this is going on. You should check this out. So they literally feed into one another and that is how I balance and then my Sundays are off I don't know a single thing on a Sunday and we appreciate that yes Um, but yes 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 okay so what is what's the next what's 2023 look like for you um 2023 I I know I'm gonna have my next book published and I'm going to have a consistent stream of income and influence mm. from a project I'm working on right now. Okay. It looks like getting out of Lynchburg for a little while. Mm. Come okay. on, come on to Richmond. I've been petitioning everybody to move to Richmond, Listen, period. Me included. Mm-hmm. Me included. You've been t- they've been telling me. But I talk, like, right now, thank God. Um, I got real emotional thinking about it. Like, my territory... And I can reach places. Like, I'm working with a business in Harlem right now. I've never been to Harlem. Mm-hmm. I've never really traveled. I mean, if and you come I'm to work- Richmond, you will be closer up north. I'm just saying. Listen, and, and I'm right I'm on the... You can catch a train easily from Richmond <laughs> yes. to Harlem. Okay, that's on period. Love it. And then the artist that I'm working with right now that came into town yesterday, he's from Maryland. He lives there. Like, I literally get to And yet talk. again, train, $18 to Listen. D.C., to Alexandria. Look. I'm just saying. That's, the, that's why I need to go. I need to go to Richmond. But, Basically. Um, I, I believe that. But I work with those people mostly virtually. Mm-hmm. I truly believe that I'm going to be able to be where I need to be in person. And I believe that I'm going to be able to do it with my family with me. Mm-hmm. Not having to leave them and being yeah, flexible. Right. Um. I, I truly believe that. I believe that for you. We touch and agree about that. Okay. We love it. Um, yeah. Anything you want to tell the people? Like, uh, we know you're going to come out with your second book. Uh, you guys, make sure you check the show notes. I'm going to put Angelina's um, link to the Amazon link for you yes. to purchase Yellow if you want to buy it. Please do. Um, are you running any Black Friday sales for your first book or... You know, I didn't think about it, but now that you just said something, you know, look, you know, the money lady. Come on now, we'll talk about it. 
That bitch just put a little something <laughs> on it. I'm just saying. I just got a shipment in, so I'm like, I can go ahead and uh, go ahead get the, and get a get rid of people. Do a little something to Canva. Do a little Black Friday 15% off. Real okay, quick. Real quick. Real <laughs> slight. I'm just saying. Well, um, what I will say is uh, my schedule for 2023 is already filling up. Yes. God. Look, I'm I booked to speak. It. I, look, look! I put in my vision board last year, y'all. I guess it was probably like last October, perhaps, that I wanted to be um, traveling for business and pleasure. And the way my schedule set up, I, I told y'all, I just got back into town from Norfolk. I'm leaving to go to Mississippi on Monday. I'm going to be in mm. Texas on Wednesday. Your, your girl already got plans to go to Utah the last week in September. I'm going to be in Chicago at some point next year i'm look i got a passport that still need to be a stamp stampy stamp on it okay let's go let's go let's go so what what i will say is um support the spaces that i inhabit yeah whatever that means for you if you want to head over to welcome to listening.org and see what we do yes i'm gonna put a link it's in the show notes you go if tuesday Tuesday is giving Tuesday. Look, you already know I know all the things back to back. Look, because I do nonprofit, I do bookkeeping for nonprofits. Friday yes. is um one of the black best that we'll ever do it. Black Friday, Small Business Saturday, Cyber Monday, and yeah. Giving Tuesday. Tuesday. Give me the lineup. I'm giving Listen, y'all a line. Look, and let me just plug you. myself for 2.5 seconds. If you need a coach, I promise you. Look, I'm not a marketing manager, but I know how to make people money. And how to tie them things together. Okay, that's what I do. I know people be like, look, I don't go out the title, but if you need to call me something, call me coach. Listen, a comma. A comma too. That, that's what it is. Yes, yes. That can call myself. But yes, um, we're we've I've been rolling out all the programming that we do. So you all can choose whichever one you want yeah, to contribute to. Exactly. So yeah, so just just support the places that I do and have it. I'll let you know I am going a little tour tour next year. Hey, you've been rehearsing since months, months. Girl, I am excited. You hear me? And it's going to be, look, we just had a photo shoot. Hey, I can't wait to see you alive again. Look, I seen, I saw your last play you did when you were working Mm with um, Carter. Yep, Joshua Carter. Oh, my gosh. It was Big Beth. That's where I met my Mm -hmm. man. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) Mm-hmm. I'm at my man's there. Shout out to Nick, Nico. Um, and we just had a performance last weekend. Together. Oh yes, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, cool. and um, he's working on something too. So just literally, just I'll you'll see me. Praise God. We love you'll it. See me. Yeah, it. I'm yes. very thankful. So, but as we close this out, are you currently reading any books? Yes, I am reading Let That Shit Go. Okay. I've been done with. <laughs> no, you, can, for real. you can you can cuss on the potty. You can cuss on the potty. I mean, it's, a, it's a book title. Um, But I should have already finished it, but mm-hmm. life happens, but I'm still reading it. Um, and it literally talks about just changing the way that you think about things that have happened to you um, and like building up your inner self-esteem it talks a lot about how you process things people say to you Mm -hmm. um what things really are for what they are and Mm -hmm. accepting that like and it also teaches you just to let it go it sounds like the book the subtle art of not giving a fuck and i got that one too yeah i should probably should have read those books simultaneously yeah basically yeah 
Yeah, I, I got them. My um, boyfriend bought them for me for my birthday. And let that shit go is yellow. So you know I had to get that one first. Okay, exactly. The cover's yellow. Right. And then the other one is, was right beside it. So okay. um, me and him said we we're going to read that one together. But um, And I was still reading the 1619 Project. Okay, yeah. that's um, Now that's thorough. Look, you can't. That, it might take me a whole year to read that. Uh, yes, but it's help. But I'm so thankful that I want to have the opportunity to read it. But it's helping me with other projects. Um, so those are the two right now. But yeah, sixteen nineteen, amazing read, and they have like my favorite poet in there, Jasmine okay. Mans. Oh, gosh, um, but it 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 is it is a read. We love it. it. Is. What is something you say to yourself when you're not having an oh so good day? Ooh, I said it today. Um, because today wasn't. It's good now. Um, I literally say, all right, you got this. Okay, yeah, simple. We can I even simple. do these little breathing exercises. I go, <sighs> I was like, all right, <laughs> you got this. I'll even call myself, bro. I'm like, bro, like, all right. Come on, bro. Yeah. Let's let's go. Get yeah. It, yeah. I get a little rough with myself. Yeah, same. All. Same. Yeah. Yeah, have, or have a good cry in the shower and then just put on some makeup and get to getting. Now, if I beat my face and do my makeup, do my makeup and do my hair, I ain't got nowhere to go. It's, uh, yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But just know, just know. It's about to go down. <laughs> Angelina, thank you so much for your time, your care, for taking thank up you. space and making capacity for me today. I thoroughly appreciate no. you. We were supposed to record last week or the week before yeah. that, and Angelina was sick, and we yes. rearranged the schedule. She got got back with my assistant, and we got her back on the mm -hmm. schedule. Yes, and um, y'all, please, whatever y'all do, if you need to, please, please wear a mask again. I don't <laughs> think I got, I don't think I got sick from anybody, but the type of sickness I had, I had strep. I never had strep that bad. So just, just do what y'all gotta do. Yeah, a lot of people I know. Um, I just talked to a friend not too long ago. They said she said her whole house had fl the flu. I just got my flu shot and a my my third booster because I'm gonna oh, be doing a lot of good. travel and stuff. But I will be yeah. wearing a mask on the airplane. Best believe it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it's just to protect yourself. Yeah, I'm, you know, it's not about being angry with anybody. Right. Like, no. Like, no, please protect yourself because I had to get a shot for strep. Yeah, never had to have a shot in the office mm -hmm. for strep, and it was very painful. I work from home and had to call out. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I never. It's my second week. I'm like, I gotta call it, and I work from home. Right. But they're like, yeah. no, we get it. We understand. Right. Yeah. Praise God for understanding. Okay. I had bronchitis mm -hmm. some years ago, and it was probably the worst sickness I've ever had. I had a cough, a lingering cough, even after I felt better, uh, clean. Probably about four or five months afterwards, it was the worst. Mm, so yeah. I get it. I get it. Again, thank you for your time, love. You have the best day ever, you guys. I have two yes. things for you. I'm rooting for your win, as I always say. And I hope that you have the best day ever. I love, uh -huh. you. I love you too, love. Mwah.